Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Business for Builders, uh, the podcast. My name is Max Peterson. Uh, today, I, I just want to cover off, um, you know, you guys and gals are out there and you're trying to build a business, but I'm telling you, um, you know, we've talked about this before, I mentioned all the time, because the truth is the truth. Businesses run off the back of systems, but humans run uh, the systems. So today I'm going to talk about toxic personalities. And, you know, I, I think a couple of keys to you know, putting the human resource in place to enable you to have the business that you want um, because you can't do it all. Um, you know, I'm going to talk about, uh, I'm going to talk about culture, recruitment process and fire faster. Uh, you know, I think they're the major components because, you know, I think what we, what we got to understand is that as, as a building company, if you are, you know, when I, we deal all day, every day uh, with retail focused. So, most of the time, residential, uh, residential renovations and custom homes. And so, if you're uh, in the same sort of business, uh, but even if I mean, at one point I had 15 carpenters working for me just as as a carpentry contractor. So it would very much tie into that. If you're if you're a trade services type business, this is this is gonna this is gonna apply to you as well. Um, toxic personalities will steal your profit. That's the bottom line. And the reason is, is because you're going to spend a lot of your time, you know, debating whether or not the individual with the toxic personality, just because they're a good performer, you know, you'd be like, well, he or she puts out really good work and they, you know, do this, that, but they don't play well with others. Maybe they're disrespectful of some of the protocols and the systems that you've got in place and you're having a hard time firing their ass because they do produce. Um, look, if you're playing the short game and you're worried about short-term profit, you'll you'll probably be able to justify keeping that person on your team. Uh, however, if you want to build a business over the next sort of two, three, four, five years that gives you some lifestyle, then to do that, you're going to need people in there that you can trust. And not only that, you're going to need people in there that you can trust to lead other people. You feel me? So they're not just there. You don't want just people – like if this toxic personality and you've got a really good, let's call it a manager, and this toxic personality refuses to take orders from the manager but will only take orders from you, the business owner, straight away, all of a sudden, you're having the tail wag the dog. You're having that, that individual basically disrespect the, the process that you've got in place and the person that you've got in place, therefore – you know, you're in a situation, well, again, I don't want to lose the guy or the gal because they put out good work. Um, but what it does is it compromises your lifestyle. And let's face it, uh, maybe you love what you do and I do, um, but I certainly miss sitting on the beach and sipping martinis and, you know, watching the sun go down. I don't mind doing a bit of that either. So, you know, we want to have a balance uh, somewhere between the, the work uh, and then the risk we put out there and then, of course, the reward. So um, what you can understand clearly is that culture – really is the foundational stone of you building your business. Um, and, and really culture just means is it's really what I would call a servant attitude. So uh, he who leads the most uh, does that because they have learned to serve the best. Is that, is that clear? He who serves the best will lead the most. So, you know, for me as CEO of this, this, this company in North America, you know, I just see a couple of things. One, if anything goes wrong, it's my fault. Um, and, and B, I, I can't do it by myself. It's, it's got to be a team effort. And so, you know, to build the kind of business and the kind of brand that I want to build in North America, um, you know, I've got to make sure that we understand that we deliver value to our clients. 
uh, I often talk to to both employees and uh, and to franchisees that you know uh, the the way that we figure out our process is to make sure or, or our priority process is that we always act in the best interest of the brand, and so you know any time that we have uh, situations with clients, we we operate and we act in the best interest of the brand. Um, no, I'm not saying that we have clients push us around and take us for a ride. None of that. Um, we, we, we always talk about firmness with courtesy. That's a little hot take. Um, you know, we don't want to be pushed around. We don't want to have the tail wag the dog, but we, we certainly, you know, uh, we certainly respect the client's viewpoints. Um, but we always act in the best interest of the brand. So in the, in the event that, you know, I have maybe a franchised operator who's maybe, you know, there's some situations there, I'll always look at who is acting in the best interest of the brand. And, and I think when, you know, I think what happens is when you, when you draw that line in the sand right at the beginning, then everyone operates in accordance with that unwritten mandate. And that is that we act in the best interest of the brand. So when we've got clients that have complained about certain things, we look at the short-term gain and the long-term gain. And if we're going to lose a little bit short-term, but we're able to get a video testimonial from that client, that's a fair deal. And so, you know, the culture has got to be very much a, a serving culture, very much a, you know, driven by delivering value. And, you know, I think, you know, bottom line for me as a CEO and a business operator, you know, what I like to talk about is legacy over currency. You know, we've all got a certain amount of time on this planet. We never know when we're going to tap out. Um, and I, you know, I'd really love it if, if the legacy of what I do lives on after I've gone. And, you know, I think, you know, when you're talking about, our, you know, when I, when I look at our general contractors, whether they're in Nanaimo or Kelowna or Vernon or Edmonton uh, at this stage, you know, we're really focused on community. And so, again, that's a giving, that's a giving personality of the business. Um, we're, we're there for more than just currency, although we have to feed our families. And so culture is super important. We need to draw that line in the sand. And, and, and that is not negotiable. You know, I don't think that you can have – you know, if you've got a solid cultural understanding of what your business needs to be, you've got to, you've got to really stand your ground and make that a not negotiable item. Um, and, and really, if you're a one-man band right now, that's good because right now you can clearly define what it is that you expect as far as culture is concerned. And then as you begin to bring on and recruit, uh, you know, new, new uh, human resource into your business, it's very easy to sort of, you know, through the induction process or your onboarding sequence, uh, you can you can really you know sort of paint a clear picture as to what you expect. So that brings me to my next point here, and that is recruitment. Um, you know we we run an in-house uh, recruiting program for all of our GC. So matter whether or not you're in Nanaimo or Kelowna or Vernon or Edmonton, if you uh, if you hit me up on an email or one of our guys hit, hits me up on an email and says Max, I need a lead carpenter for renovations, uh, we will um, we will put together the the uh, the recruitment ad. And uh, we will, you know, put that out there and then we will bring, have the uh, resume sent to us and we will sort of uh, forward those to the general contractor in that area. Um, just on recruitment, if you are looking to recruit and you're like, you know, I know for me, I never, you know how I used to recruit? Guy would come to me and say, hey, I'm a good carpenter and I had lots of work and so I'd go, I'll give you a shot. And that was the way I recruited. I definitely didn't have a cultural um, expectation. I never had that, you know, put down. And so I was already in trouble because, my culture wasn't defined and my recruiting process wasn't really targeted and it wasn't well defined. And so, you know, if, if you're, uh, if you're in, the, in, the, in the business and you are looking to recruit, I'll give you a couple of tips. You really need to sell the, you know, the mandate of the business, you know, and the brand. 
and what we are trying to do, you know, for our customer base. That's the first thing. The second thing is, um, you know, I know, you know, I, I think what we tend to do is we tend to make a, a better hourly rate offering, including in some cases, in most cases, you know, uh, extended medical, because what we find, what we found, and I've been under instruction from certain GCs to put in a fairly low hourly rate, and then 30 days later, they're complaining to me about the lack of quality of those uh, inquiries. And my advice was after that was, well, what we need to do is we need to bump that up by about 30%. And then as good guys, because you, if you're a good carpenter, and I'm sure most of you guys and gals are, then you're not going to really respond to an ad that's a, that's got an hourly rate that's 30% lower than what you'd even get out of bed for. So, you know, we, when the shoe's on the other foot and you're trying to recruit good good human resource, then you need to empathise and just feel what they're going to feel and the way you would feel. So recruitment becomes fairly straightforward and we've had more success now that we've offered more money. Now, the flip side of that is just to pivot slightly is your business has obviously got to be making more money because now you've just increased your overheads. If you're going to be generous in the recruitment stage, you've got to be in a position to be able to uh, have clients, uh, I guess, buy your services at the going rate. So then we can pivot again and go into knowing your numbers. You've got to know what your overheads are, you know, what your required, uh, you know, markup should be to give you that gross profit that you need to then cover those costs. So the recruitment side of things is certainly fairly straightforward. Um, and then, you know, I've got guys that will recruit differently when they eventually get those resumes and they'll be talking to the individuals. They, rec- they, they will put them through a process uh, a grilling process. It's very individual. I know one of my guys, uh, you know, I have a saying, we hire quickly, we fire quickly. And all that means is that everyone is good on their resume in their first day. Um, you know, it's not until we get working close with that individual for quite some time where all of the facades and all of the bullshit is broken down. And all of a sudden we cut to the chase, the real person, the way they really, like their ability to perform or to, to fabricate a performance is over with. And you get to see through that. And so really, I think when you realize, and I'm telling you, follow your intuition too. Your gut will tell you, um, you know, if you've got your finger on the pulse and you've got your cultural uh, process and your, your, your company culture is solid, then the minute that somebody starts to step out of line as it relates to the culture, that's your first red flag. And so, you know, there's, it is disappointing to see good talent go out, you know, out the door. Um, but I'm telling you, if you're playing the long game, What's going to help you build that business over a period of three to five years and beyond is having great people in your business. And they are out there. They are just hard to find. You've got to move a lot of dirt to find the gold. That's the fact. So that, again, that take, everything that we do is hard work. Let's face it. Um, so recruitment is no different. So hire quickly, fire quickly. Um, that is just definitely something that I think if you embrace that in a very, uh, not in an aggressive fashion, not like, yeah, we hire quickly and we fire quickly, but you know, the, the, the facts are you that is your method of operation when it comes to uh, talent within your business. And so, you know, we really want to uh, have the right people and sort of to get to the right people, sometimes you've got to go through a few. Uh, I know if you're, in, if you're in retail sales and you're selling projects, you, you've got a whole bunch of statistics. You know, you've got to talk to X amount of people because you know that only X amount are going to go to an, a quote stage and then out of that quote stage, only X amount are then going to convert to a job. So, you know, really recruiting is no different. Um, like I said, everyone's good on their resume in their first day um, and, and some end up being as good as what they say they are, but it just takes time. 
And so, yeah, look, I, you know, this is about toxic personalities. If you've got one of those in there, you really need to figure that out pretty quick, smart. And look, here's another tip too. If you've got your culture really, you know, in concrete, what you'll find is that individuals that don't fit your culture will eject themselves out of the system. They will what we call self-deselect. And, uh, you know, I've seen that happen even in our corporate business just re- recently. And so, you know, that's the exciting part and the power of setting up a culture because the wrong person in your business will have a tendency to get uncomfortable and not like to jam in the business the way that you want. And they will basically cap in hand, come to you and say, hey, I don't want to be here. And that's fine. Um, so, yeah, fire, fire faster is definitely key to, to eradicating. So you can see how firing is just a natural byproduct. And that's the way we're going to wrap up today. You know, when, when you've got your culture set in concrete and your recruitment process is, is, is really, um, you know, open and honest and there's a lot of empathy written into your recruitment process uh, and, and you're a very open and honest individual, we always subscribe to uh, open, honest communication. We're very deliberate. We're not desperate. Those sorts of, you know, values, values in our value system are important. The firing process is actually, a, it either doesn't happen because the human is actually rock and roll uh, or it, it, it becomes so obvious and so so much of a red flag and your intuition is screaming at you to get rid of that person, they're rejected out of the system. Or the third thing is they, they deselect and they will find themselves uh, coming to you and saying, look, I, I don't feel like I want to be here anymore and, that, and that's totally okay. So that's, uh, that's the way, that's what I would do with toxic personalities. That's the way that I would set the business up to, to, to really uh, expose the, the toxic personalities within your business. And, uh, you know, those sorts of recruitment processes is what's going to help you, uh, f- you know, eventually find the, the right folks that uh, you need in your business to help you uh, get excited about where you want to take the business and how you want to do it. So, again, I would just let you know, uh, you can email me, max at businessforbuilders.ca. If you want to have a, a conversation via email, uh, feel free to drop me any, any, uh, any emails about you know, hiring and firing uh, or anything else that you've heard on this podcast, I would love to hear from you. I will get back to you as uh, quickly as I can. And uh, it would be a, you know, it'd be a, a privilege for me to do that. And so, uh, look, you know, we'd love you to, to like this podcast, to uh, share the podcast. If you know anyone who might benefit from this sort of information and uh, we, uh, we really respect your time and the fact that you've just sat through about 15 minutes of me waffling on. So, uh Have a great day, uh, build a massive business, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next episode.